All right, everybody. Double check your gear. Make sure it's all on board. I pray you didn't forget your bug spray. Hello, and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And you looked like you were asleep about 0.5 seconds ago. Well, you were taking forever to set up the system, so I was just resting my head on this comfortable chair. Well, I just got a brand new computer, so I'm playing around because GarageBand is very new and scary looking because I haven't updated since, like, 2013. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, Congrats on the new computer. Thank it you. It looks very nice with its cup of noodles. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I have a cup of noodle sticker covering the Apple logo because I'm just super trendy and cool. And I don't know how to make the recording follow the little bar. So it's just flying off the screen and going away. And so I don't know if it's still recording. We'll have to find out eventually. Well, yeah, good. Um, anyway, so <laughs> we are here to talk about, uh, you know, a major news announcement interrupting franchise. We're doing Anaconda. Um, but first, let's do 10-word reviews. That was intense. That was intense. I did not know where I was going with that. Okay. Um, yeah, 10-word reviews of movies we watched in the past week. All right. So this was a week and a half ago, wasn't it? Well, yeah. We, we, we missed a week of recording because of times, just times nightmare were, situations were in horrible. my life. All right. So the first movie to set us off is Legally Blonde. A delightfully smart treat with no diminishing returns. And my review is, it's solid, but why remake Legally Blonde the musical? <laughs> just, Sergio is shaking It's his just head wrong out. what you said. Uh-huh. Legally Blonde 2, a delightfully smart treat with some diminishing returns. <laughs> uh, my review of Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde is gay rights for gay rat dogs. Yes. Did you like that little subplot? No. Why not? Uh, because... I mean, it's just pretty reductive about what being gay means. What? Gay marriage? No. in No, in the terms of like, oh, my dog likes, I don't know, Zumba and smoothies or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you know, but, you know, I like I like representation. Mm-hmm. Bruiser is a member of the family. Yeah. Remember when Zumba was a thing? Yeah, I never did it, but yes. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, here is the plot of Anaconda, 1997. Ooh. Filmmaker Terry Flores, Jennifer Lopez, is traveling deep in the Amazon jungle looking for a forgotten tribe. Terry and her crew, which includes an anthropologist, Eric Stoltz, and a cameraman, Ice Cube, come across Paul, John Voigt, who is stranded on the riverbank. He offers to help them find the tribe, but his secretive behavior puts everyone on edge. They realize too late that he's using them to find a legendary anaconda that's worth a fortune, if they can catch it. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Suspense. Yes. So, as always, we rate our movies on scariness, campiness, effects, and quality. And I will warn right now for one particular listener, Trace Thurman, uh, you might want to turn this podcast off right now <laughs> um, because he loves this movie. I was looking at all my friends' scores for it on Letterboxd, and he gave it a 5 out of 5 inexplicably, but it's happening. He had his reasons, I'm sure. He does have his reasons, and they're all perfectly valid. And, again... Trace, you know, you can just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just say right now, five out of five on all the scores. Uh, you can turn it off now. Uh, Ignore the remaining week. 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so Sergio, what's your scariness score? Five. I was frightened off out of my chair. 
Yeah, because you were on a couch. Yeah. You moved onto the couch so you could take a nap. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a two. Are you? Yeah. Why? Because it wasn't scary. Uh-huh. It was comical. There were some tense moments. I thought the beginning was a really good intro. You mean like the Star Wars crawl of like Wikipedia facts about anacondas? No, the part with Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. That part was good. I liked the... Uh, I'm giving this a one out of five, by the yeah, way. Fair. Um, but I liked the part where the uh, planks beneath him are kind of exploding upwards in slow motion. Mm-hmm. And that's a good way to, you know, show the power of the anaconda without actually showing the anaconda, which is this movie's biggest weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked in the crawl, it said something about how anacondas are like super evil and they will regurgitate their victims. So they, in order to kill them again, mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, that sounds fun. That didn't super happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it, he, it did throw up John Voight so he could like a wink. <laughs> But no, um, I wish that happened with every kill. Like I think it just happens whenever you like down John Voight. It's like you gotta like regurgitate and be like, okay. You're like, this is too much for me. Yeah. Like even dead in my stomach, he will not shut up about <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So was there anything else that you found frightening, or you just not scared at all by the movie? Oh no, not at all. No, just <laughs> I'm good. What's your campiness score? <laughs> my campiness score, I gave it. Hmm, let me think. I'm giving it uh-huh. a three. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. It's a solid three. Um, the CGI was pretty, I think, okay. Sure, for 1997. Yeah. Um, expensive, I hear. Yeah, um, apparently it cost $100,000 per second of CGI for the Anaconda. So I'm thankful for that. Because can you imagine how bad it would have been if it was like $50,000? It just would have been a cartoon snake. <laughs> Honestly, better. It could have been like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit thing. Um, but yeah, I thought it was kind of jokey. Um, certain characters were more campy than others, but that's why they're there. John Voight's character I thought was pretty campy. Oh, he is full Stellan Skarsgård in this movie. Yeah. What do you mean by that? He's just like a, a grizzled old man who goes, mm-hmm. And he was like a priest in the Amazon trying to like reclaim something or other i mean stellan skarsgård in the exorcist movies no wasn't he a priest um what? oh yeah he was like a former priest wasn't he yeah i totally forgot about that plot point yeah because they were like what are you doing down here and he, i don't know what he said but it was something dumb and suspicious and it's like <laughs> okay clearly this is our bad guy that we're gonna we're gonna meet oh yeah there, there's no ifs ands or buts about this he's mm-hmm. clearly gonna be a problem mm-hmm. he's suspicious from square one um but more campiness for me um I did like, oh, first of all, Owen Wilson is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised he wasn't mentioned even, but I mean, he's a non-essential personnel. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember how he died. Well, he, he was scuba diving, right? I don't know. Well, there's a part that I wanted to mention where he's like in the Anaconda's grip and he like reaches out towards the living people on the boat, but he reaches out so nonchalantly. Mm-hmm. Like he, like he's asking for a tip. Like uh-huh. he's just holding out his hand, expecting money. It's not like, please help me. It's like, yes, please hand it mm-hmm. to me. Um, he's just so calm. Um, but also the what I like to call the anaconda theme, uh, the the score to this movie. <laughs> it's basically the recurring motif over and over again. It sounds like the song from Cats, Memories, but played on that flute that they use for Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just over and over again. It's like five bars of that one like chorus part from memories Mm -hmm. so that was a pretty good pretty good segue into talking about cats the movie that's coming out sure well you talked about memories Uh from the cats musical and that's coming out and it has cgi cats it does 
I'm just ready for it. Do you think they cost $100,000 a second? Probably cost more. Yeah, I actually, I don't know if CGI is more expensive because it's better or cheaper because it's better now. Mm-hmm. But I do know that the Anaconda we see here could probably be made in iMovie at this point. He was a good Anaconda. You have to remember for the time, Brennan, he was frightening. Okay, I know you, okay. Um, You know what, this is a good trend segue because I know you watched this movie as a kid pretty frequently right or you just saw it as i think i just it? saw it once and i liked it maybe because the anaconda was cartoonish and i wasn't super scared of it but i was like "Ooh, i saw a scary movie okay so it, it was like accessible but still felt like you know creepy and spooky and fun mm-hmm. yeah because i remember you had a similar approach to this one as you did when we watched the first lake placid you were like oh i love this as a kid i'm so excited to watch it and Lake Placid, I think you at least held fast in your love of it, even though it was clearly not as good as you remembered it being. Yeah. Um, how are we feeling about Anaconda? Anaconda just wasn't as good as Lake Placid, truth be told. There I, isn't much to defend for this movie. I mean, that is absolutely true, even though I also don't like Lake Placid. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, certain parts are campier than I remember. The fact that like Jennifer Lopez is a scientist, it's like, you know. She's not a scientist. She's a filmmaker. She's not a scientist. Wasn't she friends with the scientist, though? Yeah. They were like lovers. Yeah. So it stands to reason that she had some science background in her. You know, she's had some science in her at some point. Okay. That's crude. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm stuck on that. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> um, beautiful women can be with scientists. Mm-hmm. And also... Being with someone who knows something doesn't mean that you know something, which I think is the whole point of this podcast of me teaching you things about horror movies and then you forgetting them. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not a horror movie expert just because you're dating me, you know? No, but you saying that doesn't make it true. Oh, burn. Oh, you're saying that I'm a horror movie. Me saying that I'm a horror movie expert. Yeah. Okay. Look, I challenge any of y'all fools to a horror movie trivia. I can play this game. Please don't. (laughs) Okay. Um, but yeah, so what's your effect score for Anaconda? Um, my effect score is going to be a three. Let me say that again. My effect (laughs) score. With more conviction. Yeah. My effect score is going to be a three. (sighs) Sure. What? I thought the effects were decent. I'm going to give this a one. That's rude. I mean, look, I gave Lake Placid 3 probably like a 4 or something. Uh-huh. So I was just, look, I was just bored. The Anaconda does not show up for like 50 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, it was an expensive ass Anaconda. Oh, yeah, no, that fair enough. But like in the in one of the early parts where you, you need to have some sort of Anaconda-y action in the uh-huh. first 30 minutes, it cuts to the Anaconda like eating a panther. Mm-hmm. But it's just stock footage of a panther fighting like a plastic hose. Mm-hmm. It's really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I will say, like, that is probably the biggest downfall to this movie is uh-huh. the fact that the anaconda doesn't appear for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, Which we is do- the same with, like, Placid. Yeah, we don't even see him in the opening sequence, do we, with Danny Trejo? No. We just kind of see him, like, fighting this, like, a noble force, and it's supposed to be, like, that suspense that keeps us on edge. Like, oh, uh-huh. what is it? Like, this powerful creature. Uh-huh. And, I mean, you know, they're probably it's probably intentional to keep us, like, on edge to see the, you know, main villain, quote-unquote, yeah. or the titular villain. Um, but at the same time, like 
It's also because of practical reasons because it was super expensive. Oh, yeah. No, but look, Jaws did the same thing, and Jaws does it well. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see the shark for that much of Jaws. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I liked the Danny Trejo moment the best. It was the moment where I was like, oh, this movie's going to be fun. It's going to be like, you know, like a thrill ride. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> You know, um, it's th- this has th- these effects have the same quality as the later Lake Placid movies, where the monster just looks like a like a gummy version of mm-hmm. a snake. Like if you bought a gummy snake at the candy store before the mm-hmm. before going in to see Anaconda, mm-hmm. you could hold it up to the screen and it would look exactly the same. Yeah. Do you think that the motions of the Anaconda were what threw you the most, or do you think it was like the actual CGI? The CGI. I mean, look, because um, I thought that the CGI was okay. I thought the motions of the Anaconda were kind of like. I don't want to say throwing me, but they certainly were like, okay, this is kind of kitty. Maybe you're right. Hour. Like it's a little, it's like watching a, a silent film that's projected improperly and everyone's kind of skittering around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't seem to really have any weight to it. Yeah. Um, it's clearly like floating on top of the screen rather than like actually interacting with the people. Uh-huh. Um, I guess you're right. Cause like a snake is not that complex of an object or being to render there's mm-hmm. not a lot of moving parts on a snake mm-hmm. there's not a lot of like flexible features mm-hmm. so like in the early pixar movies it's a lot easier for them to animate toys and bugs than actual people mm-hmm. because when you're trying to animate something that complex to animate it looks really weird yeah with that level so i guess you're right i'll, I'll have it to a two yay I'll give them some credit i'll think about the time period but I don't know. I'm, look, at the time, we just didn't we didn't know what things could be. Mm-hmm. So we were like, that sure looks real because we didn't know how to notice things. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched The Mummy Returns with The Rock as the Scorpion King at the end. And we were like, this looks great. We're terrified. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I can't help but feel that even at the time, at least someone and maybe me, not three-year-old me. But if I was a teenager at the time, I'd probably be like, that looks kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a weird ramble that I went on. But did that make any sense? It made perfect sense to someone who was following and listening to you that entire oh, time. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, yeah. Oh, there is one effect that I like. Um, it's when John Voight is being killed and there's like this bone in his face that kind of breaks. Mm-hmm. It's just like his face ruptures. Yeah. I remember that disgust, like disgusting me. Yeah. I kind of had to turn away. Um, I think I turn away every time I see that. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Uh-huh. I did like that. Um, but also the kills are really repetitive. It's just yeah. the anaconda twirls someone up like a spaghetti and then it eats them. And I was like, okay, can we do anything else? Mm-hmm. I know anacondas don't have that, that much of a, a move set per se, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I, I just wasn't really thrilled by any of this, unfortunately. Yeah, it's fair. Um, the anaconda is limited in what it can do. Uh-huh. Also the like main plot line for uh conflict is that john voight wants the anaconda to live so it can like study it and like get Uh. famous off of it or something um and that gets old real quick once he's discovered and then that becomes like a really long and extended like thing we have to deal with yeah because they tie him up and he escapes and then he ties them up and Uh it's just it's all very you know silent movie tying to the train tracks whatnot yeah i don't know where i was going with this especially as it's related to effects i just wanted to throw that out there as we're going into overall score sure oh and also when he ties them up he ties them up in this like factory warehouse like deep in the jungle Mm -hmm. and i'm sure there's a line that mentions what it is but 
I think I was slipping in and out of interest at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's very perplexing. Mm -hmm. Um, Trace, let me know what that building is. (laughs) I'm sure you know. I'm so sorry. I know you kept listening and this is, this is your fault. Yeah. We warned you. Um, But Sergio, what's your quality score for Anaconda? For Anaconda, I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to be generous and say that it's better than I remember it from a week ago. (laughs) Sure. We did. We did watch it a week ago. Like I said, again, why this episode was delayed uh, my car broke down. People don't need to know all your life, Brennan. They don't no. need to know your life story. Okay, fine. It was very expensive, and it save took it a for lot your of YouTube time. channel. <laughs> like, sure. rate, and subscribe. Okay, thank you. Gucci. Oh, shut up. I'm giving it a two out of five. Uh-huh. Um, which is again me being generous because I really suffered during this movie. Um, this was before my car broke down and all kinds of drama was <laughs> happening. No, I, th- I'm going somewhere. This was the worst part of my week. <laughs> Was watching Anaconda. Aw. Those poor people at Universal. It's a Universal film, right? I have no idea. Oh. Like it matters. Um, yeah, uh, I give it a three because I think it's perfectly average. Uh-huh. I think there's a reason it has multiple sequels. Um, not just because it had like a stellar cast. I think, you know, we talked a little bit about JLo, but we didn't mention Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. We didn't mention some of the other people that were there that quickly died and so we don't remember them. R.I.P. Um but it's it was kind of fun a little bit i would say especially like some of the sexy dynamics like with owen wilson and that one girl sure you don't think so i don't know it had all the elements of fun i just don't think it executed it in the right way yeah it was all the ingredients were there Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah the i don't know 90s sexiness look 90s sexiness can get me i watched sliver Mm -hmm. uh that movie's crazy but really enjoyable and fun um but I don't know. Owen Wilson, again, he felt kind of not shoehorned in. Like he was there for whatever reason he was there. Mm -hmm. But I felt like him and his girlfriend were just so pointless. And the fact that they would just wander off into the jungle in the middle of the night to bone. I was like, look, I get it. You're horny. You're Owen Wilson. You look like that. I wasn't really into it, but like he's not really my type. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you got to do what you got to do, but just do it on the boat. Do it in a hammock when no one's looking. Mm hmm. Whatever. No, every, everyone understands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all adults here. Uh-huh. Um, John Voight would probably watch, but whatever. Yeah, John Voight would ask to join in. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he has, he's not afraid. Mm-hmm. He is fearless. He's that dude at the bass. It just approaches you and it's like, hey, how's it going? It's like, please leave. <laughs> right, look, did, do you go to the bathhouse to take a bath? Fair point, I guess. But it's like you can tell when someone's interested in you. Yeah. And ain't no one interested in John Voight. No, oh, especially now. God. Um, continuing. Isn't it so weird that he's Angelina Jolie's dad? It is. I do think about that kind of often. <laughs> I'm like, what must Thanksgiving be like at their family? Oh, God. He just approaches little Maddox and hits like, so which one are you again? Okay, yeah. We don't need to <laughs> improvise this scene. But, um, yeah, any anything else you want to say about Anaconda? No, I feel bad because I feel like I had more things to say about it like a week ago. Not, you know, to bring up the tragedy that was last week. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so I think that would have been a richer discussion. So I apologize if you found this episode to be lacking. No, yeah. That, well, the thing is, this this episode, I think, might have been five minutes longer if we had recorded it last week. Uh-huh. But also, I usually write like two or three pages of notes on any movie we watch. I got, I barely squeaked out one page. It just, I felt, it felt thin to me i just for me i was wasn't getting anything from this movie Mm -hmm. my anaconda don't want none of this movie (laughs) 
Um, again, I, I, I am hoping for a like a Lake Placid comeback where once these movies get sillier and less, um, you know, less motivated to actually make a good movie, mm-hmm. I might enjoy them more. Mm-hmm. Is there three or four? Uh, there's four, including the crossover with Lake Placid. Okay, I think we. I have hope for number three. Have you seen that one? No, but I've seen number two, and I remember disliking it. Oh no! Okay, well, granted, I didn't have an uh, appreciation for campiness. Uh huh. Yes, I have brought that to you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um. Well, here's hoping. Uh, I mean, let's make our guesses for the so forth. But first, here's how you can get in contact with the show. You can find us on Twitter at Scream One Hundred One Pod. Find uh, email us at Scream One Hundred One Podcast at Gmail dot com. Our theme song is "A Beat for You" by Pseudo Echo. <laughs> Yes, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, you know, give us however many stars you want. Just let us know that you're out there and that you're listening. I have seen some new people on Twitter, which is very exciting. Yeah, thank you for listening. So much fun. Uh, if you love Anaconda, we're sorry. I don't look. All movies are subjective. Mm-hmm. You bring yourself to every movie. Yeah, and if you really want to get your voice out, we will record. You can send us a recording, and we'll play it. <laughs> okay, and then we'll be like, thank you. For this long and rant. <laughs> sure. We'll, well, we'll play the Anaconda clips on our Ghost of Frankenstein episode coming out next week. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, for everybody listening, there's a movie. It has lions in it. It's like Killer Lions. The Lion King? No, Brennan. It's okay. not The Lion okay. King. It came out around the same time as Anaconda did. And I don't know the name of this movie, but I want to see it. So it's like has Killer Lions in it. I remember seeing it around the same time I saw Anaconda. So let me know what's okay. up tweet at Sergio Steinbliss. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm only thinking of killer lion movies from the eighties. I'm sure we can find it though. Yeah. I think I found it once, but I lost it. That was years ago. <laughs> I found the cure for lions, but I lost it. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Next week we're watching the ghost of Frankenstein and I guess you've already seen anacondas, the hunt for the blood orchid, but I will make my little, my little thing. Uh, the blood orchid either, has something to do with the treasure map or the fountain of youth is what I think it is. I think it controls the anacondas. It controls the anacondas. <laughs> I think so. Oh no. I don't know so, why, but that's just jumping to my mind. So are they going to try to militarize the anacondas like Vincent D'Onofrio in Jurassic world? Yes. That was the exact reference I was going to bring up. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good for us. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case and, and, and my memory is just faulty, but who knows? That's my prediction. Oh, that actually makes me very excited. <laughs> Militarized There's some anacondas. sort of mind control flower for the anacondas. Yeah. Or if it's like the flower in Black Panther that gives them super Black Panther powers, that or would also pro- be cool. We're just probably super wrong. and Everyone's just laughing their asses off. It's like, it's just a fucking flower, dude. It's yeah. like, chill. All the, well, look, they're hunting for the blood orchid. It's a, It feels like a grail quest to me. Uh-huh. It seems like, you know, obviously it's going to be very important. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, I wonder, maybe the blood orchid is a separate thing and the anacondas are just guarding the blood orchid. Mm-hmm. Um, but... All I can, all I'm hearing here is that there's multiple anacondas, and so hopefully there'll be some fun like tag team efforts to murder people. Uh, I think your wish might come true. Wonderful, and I assume that J Lo will not be coming back. Oh no! Yeah, she was much bigger after this. Yeah, after well, Anaconda skyrocketed her to fame. Look, don't even. This movie came out the same year as Selena, mm-hmm. which skyrocketed J Lo to fame. Yeah, um, Anaconda was the cherry on top. What a weird pair of movies. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> and then she made enough 
Was it before or after this? After. Okay. That was like probably half a decade later. Really? Was it early 2000s? Yeah. At this point, we're just talking about J-Lo, Brennan. It's time to wrap this up. Or we can wrap it up like an anaconda and squeeze it to death. Uh. Um, I'm looking up enough because I did enjoy that movie way more than I thought I would. This was good. Yeah. 2002. So, yeah, you're right. It was five years after this. Uh-huh. But anyway, thanks so much for listening. And until next time, good luck on your journey. Stay gold, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart.